0: No intro.
1: We don't have one.
0: Except it's COVID videos.
2: Nights.
1: Uh. <laughs> it's a
0: special edition.
1: Uh, yeah?
0: I don't know. It's usually, I guess we usually do it about this time.
1: I was like, <laughs> we've done it later than this before. Yeah, so. but that was, that was Nights too. Yeah. Oh, Oh. I <laughs> yeah. see. I see. Excuse me. Yeah, Got are right. both Nights. Got, gotcha. Okay. Whew.
0: Here we are. Here we are. The summer has Back come and again. gone. Yeah, I, I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. <laughs> wow,
1: don't, I don't know. New kids in the blocks. A
0: lot of hits. Chinese food makes him sick. What? I
2: don't know, man.
0: Is this like? Did he was he encouraged to just work out his feelings through like automatic writing or something like that? What? What? It, what about the Chinese food? Is I? Oh, I have a friend who's allergic to garlic. Is it maybe? He's having this garlic, and it's, sure, why not? and it's 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 messing with him, and he needs to stay away from garlic. Um, Otherwise, I can't imagine why Chinese. I love Chinese food. Yeah, makes him sick.
1: The only, you know what, it reminds me of. Do you is, know what I'm talking about? No, no, I don't know what you're talking about. That, the, the, that song, New, New Kids on the Block. Yeah, I was never really into New Kids on the Block. No, it's not
0: New Kids on the Block. They're quoting New Kids. They're they're talking about New Kids on the Block. They had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes him sick. And I think it's fly when girls drop by for the summer.
1: I still, I don't, I don't know. What I just was about. trying to. <laughs> just
0: first, first world pro, Star Trek problems. Uh-huh. As I was reciting that, I, I surreptitiously hit the Google Now button on my phone. But because I spend so much time listening to my knockoff AirPod Bluetooth headphones, yeah. in the other room, my headphones like i don't hear anything dogs <laughs> wagging his tail just trying to pick that up but, i don't remember the name of this dumb it was a group of one one hit wonder i want to say O town but they were not O town they were no well a lot of people who aren't listening to this are screaming at you right now
1: i'm sure they are that doesn't help me um the chinese food makes me sick you know what it reminds me of is i'm, I'm
0: typing in chinese food makes me sick go continue
1: um, The Last Boys, when uh, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland makes the rice look like maggots. That's what it Michael, reminds me of. Michael. Yeah. M-
0: Michael. Look, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> You're not looking. Yeah. Look at look at the maggots, Michael. Oh, we <laughs> got We got them. We got them. That, that took a while. LFO. Oh.
2: No, LFO.
0: I know. You, yeah. You, I know LFO. You know when you forgot, mostly because super forgettable. LFO must have been the last 10 seconds that you could... <laughs> somebody else has <laughs> some kind of youtube thing where somebody's like chinese food makes me sick and i guess they're throwing up um okay so it's a real it's a real affliction uh there, it's the last 10 seconds that you could just simper and like that was it right and uh-huh. then everybody else is like no no eyeliner hussar jacket right and you have to dye your hair black and you're jamming out on an upside down guitar and that's the new hotness for young men I in thought, bands I that like was, a little bit a questionable coom-cy like, coom-cy coom-cy of questionable like kunya sexuality,
1: kind of too, weren't they? LFO. I thought they were.
0: Insofar as they had like a kind of like tribal tattoo-looking logo, that's a that's about it. Yeah. There might have been a period where Nick Lachey put on a dog collar or something for like the last release of 98 Degrees <laughs> track, but
1: you're <laughs> cracking yourself up. Right well, somebody has to. Wow, you've
0: been yawning all all night.
1: Thanks for out of me for that. <laughs> well, I, I just want people that. to know
0: that I don't have a gun pointed Pre, at you or something. Pre on,
1: in case you know or want to know if Mika is yawning, she's yawning, and I'm just going to tell you. So there you go. And also, are you doing me? Uh, yes, and that doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> if you're like, why, why, don't you, why are you yawning so much? That's me. <laughs> I can do me. Maybe it's the films that we watched for this show, but we're um, stuck with I'm them. I'm a little
1: crabby about it, you to be wa- honest. You won
0: or lost, nobody ever knows, but you're you lost the the toss for the first time yes. ever. So now I guess the we're first going time, but yeah, right. yeah. yeah. You're 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 a literal, you're a text person. I'm a subtext person, and that's going to come up in our second film tonight, but not this one. The film I picked was 2019's the Air- sorry, Amazon's The Aeronauts which believe it or not did have a theatrical run somewhere but almost immediately was released on VOD. Oh, I didn't that know it had a theatrical
1: run. Okay. On
0: Amazon, Amazon Prime. It's yeah. an Amazon movie, everybody. It is. What happens in the
1: Aeronauts? Um so it's not much loosely based on <laughs> true events. Um but um gosh, I'm gonna, I'm terrible with names tonight. Uh, Just don't yawn and you'll be okay. Felicity Jones is an aeronaut. Oh, it's
0: about Felicity Jones. <laughs> no, it kind of is, I guess.
1: But she, she, she's one of the main characters. And then, um... wow, you're going to have to help me out. I can't remember his name right now because what if I'm I went through his person. greatest hits? It's, it, I, I, I don't have a name. So that's girl. not going to help me. That's not going to help me.
0: Jupiter ascending.
1: You're not helping me. I need his name.
0: The theory of everything. Okay,
1: the main guy in this is a scientist, and Jerko over here is not telling me his name. Um, but anyways, he he Jerko is, is
0: one of the guys in the gang. It Rebel without a cause, right?
1: Yeah, right. I think
0: that was Hopper's character. Um,
1: anyways, he um. He thinks of him. As, he's he's like a meteorologist. That's one of the he's words. Scientist. He's a scientist, Named and but James he likes to s- study weather. And he was a real guy. That was a real guy. Yeah, this
0: is um, um, very loosely based on a true story.
1: Yeah, and he really wanted to go up in the balloon, and you know, he had, you know, he wanted to learn more about weather, and he felt like he could do that if he went up in the balloon and took like readings and sort that. Yeah, sort he of thing.
0: invented meteorology. Didn't you know that? <laughs>
1: kind of what the movie was almost like saying movies
0: are always talking to the dumbest person in the cinema and so that's what we've got here unfortunately
1: yeah and then um felicity jones character like her husband um was also an aeronaut and died really tragically when they were up in a balloon like the last time she went up in a balloon so she has a lot of trauma surrounded around that and she's really reluctant to go up again but you know eventually decides that she does want to do it so most of the movie is them doing this historic um flight um and going up higher than anybody's gone up before in in an air balloon or anything um in the world and um that's what most of it is and then some of it's done and told in flashbacks as well um that's a lot of it that's most of it. She's like she's like an entertainer, so she's kind of like she's almost like a got like this theatrical almost like circus performer type thing like before they go up on the balloon. Um and she's very um she's very dramatic and he he he, he doesn't like that. He thinks it's unnecessary, but she's like we have to sell it to the to the crowd and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of drama.
0: No, no, no. Come on. What, are you, okay, what is this? Right. Your book report? You're no. supposed to just tell what happens.
1: That's more or less what happens, right? It's and there's, there's, there's like a couple of things that happened during the flight that were kind of scary.
0: On yeah. A book called Fall kind of scary. Yeah. Falling Upwards, How We Took to the Air, uh, which is about early aviation. And part of it, you know, a section of it is about this historic flight. Mm-hmm. And it's historic because um, – and, the, and, the and like I said before – the entire thing is just, it's cobbled together from a lot of different things. This is basically like, a right. guy that made this, his name's Tom Harper. He's not really, he's not, he's not he hasn't really directed anything. British TV, basically. Uh, and one of the guys that wrote it, Jack Thorne, is um, also just a... He wrote for Skins, basically. It's
1: it's a very British-sounding name, though. Jack Thorne. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack Alistair Thorne, Esquire. the third. And so they just basically, like, there's never going to be another balloon movie, right? Forget about it. So they just basically took, like, a bunch of, like, anecdotes and cool stuff and just remembrances. And all these guys were writing down in their journals all day long, right, when they were doing this stuff. So they just put a bunch of, like, interesting things in here. But nothing that happened on this flight like, really happened on this historic flight. Uh, And the reason that it's historic is, yeah, Glacier got a lot of, like, readings. He learned Mm -hmm. a lot of specific things on this and many flights. But on this particular flight that they're dramatizing that happened in 1862... They broke the world like height record for yeah. the height that humans went to yes. when they stupidly, stupidly went to 36,000 feet.
1: They went a little too high. You can't
0: live up there. No. No, you die up there. Yeah. Uh, that's higher than Everest. So, yeah, that's not good. Uh, but they uh, had to fix it and they did and they came back down and I'm sure it was um, exciting, but probably not quite as exciting as it is in the film. Yeah. I wanted to, so first of all, I want an asterisk uh, next to this in the books, because I'm doing this under duress. Mm -hmm. Uh, We watched this the other day, just on a lark, and I didn't know that it was going to have to be my co-video movie, but here we are. So I'm going to treat it like it is a film, classic or modern, for the purpose of this show, but this is not, this is a TV movie. This is a a special, you know what I mean? This is not... I know. There is nothing special about this, except for the special effects and the presentation. If you said, I'm going to make a movie where two people are in a basket the whole time, I would go, great, you know, spend $3 million on it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and we'll just do, we'll do a character thing, you know? It's like a play in yeah. a balloon. Right, right, right. But of course, you're dumb, you're the audience, and you mm-hmm. can't handle that, and so mm-hmm. we have to have completely worthless flashbacks Yes, give, no, I agree. That aren't even flashing back. Like, the flashiest back that we get is... Don't we see her as a little girl or something like that? No, I don't think so. And the, their flashbacks go literally six months before the... It's all stuff that could have been covered in dialogue.
1: Yeah, and we get a so little was, bit of her flashback of, like, when her husband died. Right, who, but, yeah, and
0: which was 18 months ago. Or right,
1: right, like right, 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 right.
0: So, right. so like, it, all of that's unnecessary, and it just the people who populate those flashbacks aren't really good actors and so it's just sort of like it's just so tv movie you know it is and there and but to contrast that the technical achievement of putting these two idiots in this balloon and making it look weird and spacious and just like gorgeous looking and vertagonists, you know, when they what look over this.
1: Vertagonist means.
0: Vertigo inducing. Oh,
1: You know, when they're looking yes. over the
0: side of the balloon. And yeah. then even, I know there's not so much you can do. It's not like a, a, we're trapped in a plane movie where, oh no, the ailerons are out or something like that. Or oh, we're, we ran out of coffee. <laughs> like there's only so many things you can do in a thing that has like two moving parts. Yeah. But I felt Stop like. Stop
1: the moving parts. Yeah. Once
0: they got into danger, like it was thrilling i was on the edge of my seat yeah i want these two dildos to survive
1: (laughs) well and like you said like he um so i don't know what you call all the parts of the balloon but like the little valve thing at the top
0: yeah it's a valve
1: um (laughs) okay this is
0: this is not a hot air balloon this is a gas balloon right now i don't know what kind of gas they put in there
1: didn't they say helium?
0: probably helium i
1: think they said helium. um
0: I don't know where they got that much helium. I
1: don't either. And Party
0: City's like single tier. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, but that's it, it's not hot air; it's it's gas. And yeah. So I mean, I think that they would probably have less of a problem with the, the freezing valves um, with hot air. But probably. that was the problem: is that when they got to too
1: high, you yeah. know,
0: over thirty thousand feet, they both. <laughs> you're supposed to, I guess look at this, but they dicked around too much, and the there's a little valve at the top that just like you poke a hole basically in the balloon and it lets gas out. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to be a thing where we can like change altitude. You go up until you go, well, we're not going up anymore. And And then then you you go down. Then you have to go down. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, that's what they did. And there's, there's a sequence where, um, Eddie Redmayne's like, he's kind of the thrust of the film because we're following, uh, Felicity Jones's grief, you know, and her reluctance to return to the sky, um, over her husband. But that doesn't track very well at all. Nobody ever really cares. <laughs> do yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah. you think like she could be seduced back into like, oh, I didn't just do this because I was my husband's sidekick. I do this because it's amazing I and I'm really it. good at it. Yeah. And I don't feel like if they were trying to do that, that never lands in the film. But well, when we did... get to the climax Shh. of the film, uh, Eddie Medmaine is basically out of it because he's just a dumb dildo scientist who's, you know, didn't know that his pigeons were going to freeze. When yeah. he got up to that height, he sends his um, recordings, his uh, measurements back on pigeon in case they die, which they should have twelve times in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes Felicity Jones's movie because, and it's like we did it. I think we did it. I think we found Felicity Jones's niche. <laughs> I think what, she's
1: aeronaut. Films? Well, I
0: wasn't impressed in Rogue One, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Aeronaut films. I want a whole series. Like she's she's a she's a good action star.
1: She wasn't bad. She, like, she
0: grunts and she's, you know, and they're they're both, like, frozen It's sub-zero temperature and her hands are all ravaged from frostbite and she's, yeah has to, like, whack things and hit things. And she's She climbs up the side she ends up standing on top of the balloon at one point, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, I've never respected this woman ever until this moment.
1: <laughs> well, wasn't, like, Star Wars kind of action-y?
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. But Star Wars had so many other problems that it's just... And plus, it's not really about her, is it? No. It's about that 20-minute long scene at the end where we d- d- to tell the prequel to A New Hope, and who cares? Anyway, let me talk. I never liked either of these two people. I don't like them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Eddie Redmayne, I think we've, we've all been through a thing with Eddie Redmayne. I think that he probably, I haven't seen Theory of Everything, the last movie these two were in together, and I don't, I'm sure he did a good job, As that, And Mm -hmm. I'm sure she didn't do a good job, but I don't know other than the fact that they're like, they're both really hot. Like, why are they, why are they actors? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I I feel like, I feel like I want to like him, but his choices are so strange. And she's just like, you know, the, the lead in all of the high school plays that you were in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She's just got a concerned face. And that's about it. And they both have impressive teeth. (laughs) Now, I want your takes on Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones. Go.
1: My takes?
0: That's what's on the table. I've thrown the gauntlet down. Like impressions? These two should just leave Hollywood. Uh Uh-huh. Respond.
1: Um, Because
0: I don't know what you're going to say otherwise. I don't think you're going to say anything. (laughs) I think you've flamed out already. Speaking of balloons...
1: Hey, I, I, I make think fun that's, of your yawning. N- no, <laughs> that, that had you
0: going for a while.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's fair to say I flamed out already when you've been talking this entire time. So yeah, I was just
0: setting. I'm setting the table. Table set. Let's eat.
1: Um, I'm not necessarily particularly excited about these two either. I think that Eddie Redmay might be a little bit more talented than uh, Felicity Jones. I just don't think she's.
0: But isn't he always going like this? Listen, unless he's going.
1: I create life, and I destroy it! Or whatever.
0: But he's always going, we've got to do this. Don't you understand? We've got to tell people whether or not to cancel their golf games.
1: He's gesticulating. Gentlemen! Gentlemen! Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then she's just like,
1: oh, oh, oh no. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) I don't know. You never
0: want to say anything bad about anybody. I'm so glad we have me on this show. Nothing bad would ever get said.
1: I don't think that's fair are you're saving either. it for your movie <laughs> um, I I don't know what to say other than I don't really like them and I <laughs> uh, you know what I mean I don't think she's a very good actress I think he's okay um, I uh, but I'm saying I
0: found she's found her neat I would watch her climb balloons forever
1: yeah um, that sequence was great
0: and then there's a the part where she she fixes the thing and they go down but then she passes out. And like once it once again, I don't think any of this happened. Oh, I should mention that she's not real; <laughs> she's based yeah, on. Right. Her name is fake because it's Amelia Earhart, and then I think the director had an uncle named whatever her last name is. Mm. But she is based on two different female
2: aeronauts.
0: Um, aeronauts who had similar acts. They were, you know, performers, not really scientists. They threw their dog out of the basket with a parachute on uh
1: that poor dog yeah but like How absolutely terrible so this never
0: happened but she f- passes out they start to go down and then the because the balloon is shrinking or maybe they hit some wind she falls off of the balloon
2: uh-huh.
0: but we never saw this although it's smart In the whole movie you're like why aren't they tethered to anything they're all constantly getting up on the ring or on the on the basket and they're not tied to anything it's like that's oh, fine you're at 20,000 feet bitch mhm but apparently she had tied something around herself or whatever.
1: When she was climbing up the balloon, she, good, great. she caught a rope and first tied, time, tied herself. First with time a, they put their seatbelts on. Good thing that she good did because yeah. she fell. Yeah.
0: And so she passes out and yes. wakes up and she's hanging upside down.
1: Yes. From, <laughs> from the balloon. edge of the balloon. Who knows how high up. Yeah. And yeah. then she
0: has to do the thing where she, I don't know if this would even work, but she has to like swing. Yes. And grab the basket. And yes.
1: Like. like Use her own weight against the yeah.
0: I don't know. I thought it was great.
1: I I thought it was great too. Um, and the entire time that she's doing that, Eddie remains just freaking passed out. Just, yeah, and it's it's kind of amazing that he, like, I know it's a movie, um, but it's kind of amazing that he somehow survived, like, because he was out.
0: Oh, they would, yeah. You know, when in the Star Wars metal scene or whatever happens at the end of the film, like when they get back, they would both be no ears.
1: Right, uh, like severely frost. They'd be
0: wearing gloves, which they should have been doing the entire time because this is set in the Victorian area. But, uh, but yeah, they'd be wearing gloves to hide all the fingers that they're, they lost. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure that would be really bad. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we we got a lot, a long way to go. I wish that you had said more because we're about ten minutes short here.
1: Well, I, <laughs> but,
0: uh, I, I but I, I well, would say if we're gonna wrap it up, uh, that like I said, it's it's almost like watching. It's like watching like an A&E special about about James Glacier, right? Mm-hmm. Except the budget is $40 million instead of nothing and the the leads are hotter. But if a guy just came in – because I think there is like a dumb VO to start it. Doesn't she talk at the beginning? But not much.
1: Gosh, I don't remember. And it doesn't matter.
0: And so, uh, so, yeah. So if somebody just came in and went – you know, people didn't know how to use weather balloons back then or whatever. And so they did this. And if somebody just kept breaking in and there was like commercials, Skittles or whatever, like you would totally accept like, wow, A&E really blew out the budget for this one. Yeah. And it is entertaining like in that way. Like it's slightly educational. Um, like I said, the action parts are, are pretty action-y and, uh, and pretty good. And um, But it's not cinema. No. There's, we put a hashtag cinema on this thing and this is not cinema. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um,
0: be great in IMAX.
1: Great nine. Yeah, acts? if you
0: watch it at home, Guynex. No,
1: no. Did you just say nine acts?
0: No, I said IMAX. You know oh, the format, IMAX. IMAX. Okay. Although if Guynex was going to do this, you know, they they get up on top of the balloon and then like he'd have uh, stigmata and go? Ah! Like, what? And then the Sephiroth even... would appear, or and the balloon is one of the spheres of the Sephiroth.
1: I'm so lost. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um,
2: I, I was just going to say
1: um, I did appreciate that they did not try to shoe in or shoehorn in a, a, love, story. a love story between the two leads. She's, she's, I think, she's free. She's single. Yeah. I mean, I think that they, um, through this flight which really is only like a little over an hour hour and a half long. Oh yeah, the whole thing length. takes
0: yeah, because they, they that's I like that too. Yeah, don't and they like a lot of that. Yeah, I don't like a lot of graphics and stuff usually, um, but I like the fact that they had like a chart and it and they creatively used it in the space, which yes. I hate that too usually, but so the balloon is like rising and but it's like part of the graph that shows
1: they've been the up height for this long up and they're up with yeah, this high yeah. and um but but I really appreciated that like I think throughout the course of the flight, they, they, they grow to respect and appreciate each other more because it's a movie, because it's a movie. Yeah. but they, but, but, but they don't, they're not in love with each other and they're not, they don't kiss or, you know what I mean? The
0: aeronauts too.
1: Yeah. Right. Um,
0: it's like the end of speed. Oh, like they went through as much as, as Jack, Jack Tripper or whatever. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> That's
0: not Jack Tripper. Although yeah, be, I'd pay no, to see that. Jack Tripper. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> what do you do hun- Don Knotts voice what do you do Hot Hotshot <laughs> um, ooh, I don't have a Don Knotts uh, but they go through like so here's something else that never happened they're, they, they're falling too fast because she opens yes. the valve yeah, 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 yeah. but it's just open now so they are just yeah. losing helium like crazy and so they figure out they have to throw everything off so they're throwing they're taking their pants off not really <laughs> but that could have kick started Aeronauts they- too and so wow. they're throwing the, everything off and they realize like the basket that's what weighs the most and there's a moment where they tease that she's gonna throw herself overboard because that's what her, her husband, husband did, did when they were in a similar situation. Uh, I
1: was like, I am gonna throw myself out of this movie. I, well, you if you, this you is never really happen. believe it though. I know. So they
0: realize like the basket, we'll get yeah. rid of that. Yeah. Like, okay, dum dums, like where are you gonna sit then? It, so they yeah. do that, and they end up sitting on the ring that you know holds all the um, tethers, cords together, yes. or whatever. Which would that
1: work? I don't know if it would. Doesn't the it, without the
0: weight of the basket, wouldn't the balloon like flip upside down?
1: <laughs> For a movie that claims to science a lot, yeah. it doesn't science that much.
0: And so they so they do that, and they're sitting on the ring, no safety ropes. Yep. I guess they had to lose that weight, and they basically. I, I watched a YouTube video about a guy who went on. Um, a Swiss holiday, and he decided to go uh, hang gliding in the Alps. But it was an assisted; he wasn't a hang glider. It was an assisted glide, oh, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as they take off, he realizes that the guy didn't hook him to the thing, so he's hanging from one hand for this entire flight. And you know, except for that huge screw up, the pilot of the thing uh, of the glider does a pretty good job of. Bringing it in, slowing it down, probably more than you normally would, you know, just to get the guy down on the ground. Because once they get above the ground, he just has to fall. He fell. He broke his hip. He shattered his wrist and had like three or four pins put in or whatever. These two come in, and first of all, why would they? You would just drop straight down unless there's a wind, right? You wouldn't come for a landing like a plane. But they come in sideways, like a plane. Eddie Redmayne falls. Into in a, a forest, like 40 something. feet up. Yeah. And then she just eats shit, like, in the <laughs> no. ground. And the balloon drags her yes. for, like, 100 yards.
1: And you think that maybe she's unconscious yeah. so bad. She
0: ain't pretty no more. Yeah. Like, they would be dead. <laughs> and then, you know, their, hip, their hip, hips would be shattered. You know, they'd, they'd lose a mile of skin. Yeah. And so she gets knocked out. And then she wakes up and she's like, James, James. Yeah, yeah. And he's crawling to her across the field. With his broken pelvis, as she said. Nope, not a broken pelvis. Yeah, right. They're both just kind of movie beat up fine.
2: Yes,
1: exactly.
0: I mean, I didn't want them to go to the hospital, but... I know. Why set up an an incredible situation like that if this is about science and about discovery, (laughs) you know? (laughs)
1: I know. Plus, I know. it's
0: another traumatic event. Why would she ever go up in a
1: balloon ever again? I know. And yet at the end of the film, they show them in a balloon together again. We're going
0: to balloon all the time. Yeah, right. 24-7. Exactly. We've done this movie justice, I believe. <laughs> would you recommend it?
1: Um, If you want to know more about being an aeronaut or this guy's life, Maybe I would. Um, tell, I would
0: recommend it. You would. It's only 100 minutes.
1: Okay. All right. I mean, I guess the, four, act- the action f- sequences are fine. You got a
0: 4K TV. Yeah.
1: All
0: right. And like, when Felicity looks good with that, she's got that windblown look, you know, or windburned <laughs> bur- wind 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 look. I yeah, should right? say. Yeah. Yeah. They, they can do all kinds of things with frozen hair technology in movies today. I bet they was on a set too. Oh, the whole thing was on a set, but I, I bet they cooled the set too. Because you don't want to have to pay yeah. for a bunch of digital breath, right? So I bet they, they were on a frozen set. There's probably a great behind-the-scenes featurette on this movie that I'm going to go run off and watch as soon as we talk about your film, which we're going to do right now.
1: Yes. Uh, my film was Rebel Without a Cause.
2: Yeah. I
1: oh,
0: know, but it didn't have any cool 50s music because it's a movie about teenagers made by adults <laughs>
1: <laughs> who seem to be kind of out of touch for teens even in the 50s. Were you really thrown by the say... crazy
0: teen slang in this? It's like, hey, get this Biz Basbo out and we're going to get a 50 dupe and, and put it heck on a bucket. they
1: were. Talking about? I don't.
0: Frank Miller can write better slang for teens than the writers like, of this film.
1: What is going on? My
0: man James, he don't shiv. You see?
1: What? <laughs> yeah. Do um, I have to say what happens in this stupid movie? Uh, let me just talk. I I wanted to see this because no. it's James Dean, and you hear about this movie a lot, so that's why I wanted to see it. I hear
0: that they want him to go back to the Five and Dime, but otherwise, I don't feel like people talk much about James Dean anymore, unless it's the porn star.
1: Whoa. Different right. spelling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, different
0: different rap sheet. <laughs> I'm
1: sure.
0: Uh, that's for the porn fans in the audience. Check this out. It is a movie. It's probably set in 1955 when it came out. And it's about this kid. Jim. Nice. Creative. Jim, yeah.
1: Jim Stark. Creative. <laughs> his dad calls him Jimbo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and nobody calls him Jimmy. And so uh, he's... he's he, him and his family who... It's hard to tell. All the houses are gray and have gray wallpaper. But I, f- I feel like his family's upwardly mobile, somewhat wealthy. And they've just moved into town because Jimmy got in trouble in the last town. He's been in trouble in a lot of the places that he's yep. in. He's let's, 16, let's say. He's in high school. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to start his first day of school. He Oh, I'm, well... The, Opening of the film is he's at the juvenile police detention center or whatever because he was picked up for uh, Drunken Disorderly. And there are two other characters there that will also follow. There is Judy, played by Natalie Wood, Mm -hmm. who we'll talk about Judy later. And then there is, I don't remember his real name, but they call him Plato. Yes. And he is a disturbed teen who seems like he's probably 14, maybe younger than the other two. Yeah. And he is picked up for shooting a litter of puppies with a gun. Seriously. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, they just say puppies, so we don't know how Maybe many. Maybe it was two. But it's Maybe still, it was two puppies. It's still bad.
0: Let's let's do the lowest amount of it's puppies possible. <laughs> the, the runt who's going to die anyway, oh, and then one that barked too much.
1: It's oh, horrific. And our
0: leads are played by James Dean, Natalie Wood, and Sal Mineo. You have to have died tragically in order to be in this movie. <laughs> All three of them met their untimely ends in one way or another.
1: Seriously? Yes. All James three Dean of them?
0: Car crash. This movie was released posthumously. He died when yes. the movie came out. Yeah. Natalie Wood fell off a boat, I guess. Ask Christopher Walken. I don't know. And How Salmoneo. How was she? Was she? Uh, early 40s, I think. Okay. this was in the early 70s, right? And, then, uh, and Salmoneo was stabbed to death uh, at 37 in an unsolved crime.
1: That is freaking horrible. Yeah. Wow.
0: So anyway, wow. and they're all going to go to school. And gosh darn, if they don't get through a day and a half of school before the movie's over. Because Jimmy runs afoul of the local punks who are out for kicks. And the boyfriend of uh, of, the, of uh, Judy is Buzz. He's the leader of the gang. Yeah. The uh, leader
1: of the pack. Vroom, vroom.
0: Smash, explosion. Yeah, right. Uh, Buzz, it's not... It, it happens... Less than halfway through the film, so right? it's not a spoiler. Yeah, uh, is killed in a game of chicken, and they're all disaffected. And come on, man, you, you gotta, you gotta reach, you gotta vibe on me, you gotta put that bucket on your tuckus. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what? Why do people like this movie? We talk
1: about films. I don't that are classic. No, and I was racking my brain while we You're watching this,
0: and we rarely run into a film that has aged as poorly. As rebel without a cause.
1: It is just I don't I mean I mean, okay. So 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 the 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 badly written teen dialogue that's one. We we've we've gotta show that this this young kid is is not completely uh, totally he he he's dealing with a lot of stuff, right? He's he's kind of of not totally sane and also, his mom owns a gun. So, oh, that kid. So we have to. Yeah, I thought I know. we were talking about James Dean. <laughs> yeah, I know the
0: star of the piece.
1: Um, so, so, so we have him shoot puppies at the beginning, and then like, Judy's got this weird thing with her dad. Yeah, she's it's got a real, really weird. She's got
0: a real electro complex going on.
1: It's bizarre. She
0: hates her mom. She wants to bone her dad.
1: Yeah, it's weird. She's like, Dad, you didn't give me a kiss. Oh, I'm gonna give you a kiss. Oh, he's like, oh, you really shouldn't do that anymore at your age. And she's like, why not? And she makes this big deal out of it, and like, and he's like, knock it off, and like,
0: <laughs> it smacks her.
1: It's weird. It's weird. And she's in the police station because apparently he he called her. What did he call her? Like a tramp or something like that. And rubbed the lipstick off of her her face. And she was so upset that she ran away. And then um, there's this huge dramatic thing. And then they're like, we're going to call your dad and he's going to come pick you up. she's like, okay. And then they're like, okay, your mom's coming to pick you up. And she's like, my mom. And she's upset about that. Why? What? Yeah. Anyways. I assume people
0: are familiar with the film.
1: Okay. um... And if they're
0: not, nothing we say is going to help them catch up. (sighs) Let's talk about James Dean. Let's just get out of the way. Okay. All right. I hate James Dean. For birthing Ryan Gosling. Although, I'll forgive him uh, for yet. giving us Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> wow. Really? Isn't that what's happening here? You think? Yeah. He was so... First of all, there, there's... Okay, there's a good and a bad side to the sort of newly minted, you know, Stella Adler, uh, Lee Strasberg. Yep. I, I blame... I put you on trial. Me? For working for them for three months. Uh, <laughs> th- there's, there's a, there's a. Th- you, you studied acting.
1: I did, I did. Did yes. you go as
0: deep as I did, though? Did, 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 they teach you all the styles, and did you learn about all the schools and stuff like that? Because this was like,
1: I uh, don't know if I learned about all thing, the schools, but right? definitely I, I William took classes Hopper, at the over least, here. Drosport. No
0: relation to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to Dennis. Dennis Hopper. He's, he's a. You know he's a classic actor who was in World War II movies, and then he uh, was Paul Drake on Perry Mason. oh okay. he's like, "Well, let's just tell the now son,' that you know there's that, and then there's like I'm not facing the camera, you know i'm I'm playing I'm around laughing in the dirt all or the or time like that yeah, then there's what? that, right yeah, and like if you're Brando, you can do a little bit of that, but you're still like communicating something and i and I sympathize with you, and I feel you really you could have been a contender, you know, I get it. But if you're James Dean, you're just, Jimmy, Jim, Jim, here. We're, we're doing a take right now, Jimmy, over mm-hmm. here. When they had the knife fight scene, they used real knives. Now, I saw a lot of things oh, on this. I goodness. saw a lot Why? of things on this set that would make the the Midnight Express guy go, Huh? Huh? <laughs> or was it Midnight Express? What's the movie where the, the PA got killed? It's not funny. We shouldn't joke about it. No. This is a very oh, unsafe gosh. set. Yeah, but yeah, apparently yeah. they used real switch plays with real knives and no. James Dean got cut by his co-star at one point and his co-star was immediately like oh my god cut 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 oh my god are you okay and he's like don't ever call cut don't do we're gonna use this this is real pain here and he stormed off the set and they had to like talk him into coming back you know a real Tom Noonan type and it's just mm. like Jesus dude this is not helping anything
1: no I
0: think that if he had lived oh, he would boy. have flamed out you think so yeah or maybe somebody, he would have kept doing it and somebody would have got to him and eventually been like, you, know, you can just chill out. You know, we're just like doing or stuff Or he would here. have
1: been a real Tom Noonan type. And just yeah, well, Tom like... Noonan's
0: still around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he doesn't have, a, you know, the, the
1: matinee good looks. No. um, I mean, okay. Iconic look for this film, right? Like the hair, the tight white the t-shirt, red, the red jacket. Breaker, yeah, I know. I guess. Um, Holding a
0: cigarette like no one has ever held a cigarette yeah, before. Yeah,
1: right, right. Um, so there's that, right? But I almost think that... Do you think... I haven't seen... He he was in a couple Stop other... bouncing your
0: things on the table. Sorry. People would hear that.
1: Um, I haven't seen his other films, so I don't know... He's in East
0: of Eden where he plays an emotionally disturbed character, kind of similar to this character. Uh, and then he's in Giant, which came out. That was his last film that came out uh, the year after this. Um, where he's also kind of similar. He's just he's a he's a whiny boy.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I just I don't a real,
0: know. A real soy boy.
1: I kind of lost my train of thought. Oh,
0: um, I'm I'm blown away. This the, is this any more than So th- there's a story behind this film, and it doesn't really matter, but they got tried to get this film made for years, um which tells you a lot, I think. Hmm. Um they wanted to make it in their early 40s. They actually wanted Brando at one point. And um, and they wanted a, um, oh, what's his name? Tad Hunter or whatever, you know. <laughs> so they were always going for like a, you know, like a, a teen idol type thing. Yeah. You know? For me, this is just, there, there were a lot of films at this time, both before and after, that were like getting kicks. You know, these kids, they're hanging around the soda pop shop, you know, and they're smoking cigarettes. And like, well, what's it all about? And most of those were like cautionary tales you know remember remember how like touch of evil devolves into like a biker gang film for a while and you're like this is about biker gangs and heroin
1: what yeah right that
0: that's what this reminds me of but it's trying to have like an emotional and like psychological sort of bent to it it's trying to get into the heads of these kids but the old ass guys that wrote this could could never get into the heads of these kids because it is it does condemn all the kind of breaking out that we're trying to do we see that like Thurston Howell, his dad, you know, and the mom are definitely distant and they're they're giving him confusing messages and they're fighting with each other. They're not parenting him right. And so that's part of it. Yeah. But everything these kids do does look kind of dumb. And I guess maybe it could be viewed through the lens of like when they're just playing around and having fun. It's like, oh, it's like they just want to be free and they're kids and why can't kids be free? But there's also like you let the kids be free and they're going to shoot each other at the Griffith Observatory. It's the, you know, but know. but also it's like really deep, man, isn't it? It's the American beauty of teen 50s films. Wow. That's what I think. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Is the show over?
1: <laughs> uh, no. Because you it's know American American Beauty's
0: like, this bag, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that's what you're real talking deep. about. That's about as deep as a kiddie pool. I, I know. In the summer.
1: Um, I mean, it's
0: a teen kids it, film. It's
1: so weird, like, right? Like, they're like, whoa, what are we going to do? And he's like, I'm going to tell the cops. I'm going to go to the police station, they're not going to listen to me, so I'm going to leave. And it's like a,
0: a boy dies what? in a car accident, a I horrific know. car accident, and everybody goes home and just takes a nap and drinks milk.
1: Seriously. And and then like he uh runs into Judy and they're like, "Well, we can't stay here cuz our family, our parents are awful, so let's run away to the abandoned mansion." <laughs> you know, cuz that'll solve all of our problems. The requisite
0: abandoned mansion, yes. Yeah,
1: um <laughs> So, so this, they the play film? Or... this film is the
0: origin of you're tearing me apart.
1: What's that? You're tearing me apart, Lisa. OK, I know that's from something. I just the don't know room. What the... Oh, the room. Is oh. that what Tommy Wiseau was doing? I don't know. I don't know.
0: Because we we're have having... James Dean's having fun. You know, he's ripped and he's having fun in the police station. Yeah. And then his parents start fighting. And he's like, you're
1: tearing me apart. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was doing. He's trying to channel James Dean. Weird, um, but then like Plato finds them and they're like having having fun, just like goofing around. I don't know, even know, you know. Okay, so let's talk Plato.
0: Yeah, let's, let's talk Plato. Let's do it. So here's how you're a textual person and I'm a subtextual person because as we're watching the thumb, I was like, oh, this is this is really interesting. From you know, uh, from a modern read that mm. Plato wants is in love with Jim. That's really great. You know, and you're like, no, he's his, he's his dad. He wants him to be his dad. I'm like, that's what the film is saying. It's a, that's what it's telling you. But mm-hmm. what they couldn't do in the '50s, or didn't know that they were doing, mm-hmm. is that Plato is he's gay and he likes Jim.
1: Yeah. And
0: mm-hmm. if you Google that, you will find a million articles.
1: No, <laughs> from I, the I, Advocate
0: or whatever. I who, get
1: what you're saying. We say the same thing. I, I just, but thought... you're just like,
0: wait, he he wants to have sex with his dad. I'm like, no, 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 no.
1: Don't. Take it out of context. Hey, man,
0: don't rain on I my just, motorcycle. I just thought
1: that, like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I wish you were my dad. And it, it just is, that's weird if, like, but then she's got a weird thing with her dad, too. So I don't know. Whatever.
0: No, no, it's not, about, <laughs> it's not about dads at all. It is what we say it is, right? Yeah. It is what we say it is. So maybe, <laughs> maybe they really honestly meant that. He really did, you know, want Jim to replace his dad or whatever. But when you look at the context and you look at the fact that the actor that plays Plato was a gay man Mm -hmm. who, and we don't know, and it could just be slander, but was killed by a jilted lover, stabbed to death (sighs) with a mod. You can only read it with a modern reading. I can't go back to the fifties and no, no, no,
1: no. I understand what you're saying, yeah, and that's that's totally fine, and I'm I'm totally okay with that. Um. I did think it was interesting though like later on in the film like Jim says to Judy that he feels like Plato sees them the two of them as like his his family. Yes, we got to like, keep
0: making that try to work.
1: No, I I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> No, the movie he,
0: the movie goes all out with it, but I'm just we, saying We
1: we all three of them have issues with their parents. Yes. Varying issues. Yes. And
0: Yes, uh, Jim thinks that his dad should uh, is kind of a pussy and should punch yep. his mom.
1: Yep, pretty <laughs> Which, much.
0: Let's talk about that.
1: Okay. I mean, his mom is kind of a bully. You yes, see it like yes. that. Yes,
0: and he yes, and after Jim kills a kid uh, by driving him come off the cliff, uh, he comes home and his dad is is making like a late night dinner for his mom or a snack or something like that, and he sees his dad in an apron now. In the 50s, men didn't usually cook. And if you wanted to not get that your suit- That was
1: after the knife fight.
0: Whatever. Okay. If you wanted to not get your suit dirty, yeah, yeah, yeah. wear an apron when you're making some sandwiches. Sure. But the film specifically is casting him yep. as a 50s pussy, right? Yes. And Jim gets all mad when he sees his dad, what he thinks, to be prostrate. And the film never- The thing about, like, Catcher in the Rye, which is a kind of similar thing, right? This kid who's- diso- it's a, it's it. about a kid in the 50s it was actually written in the 40s who's disaffected and he's like you know parents don't know where it's at but but Sal and people take it the wrong way and shoot john lennon over it but salinger is writing that this kid doesn't know what he's talking about that is yeah. the subtext in sure. it and i don't ever feel that subtext here i feel no. like i feel like thurston howell should give lovey the back of his hand and this movie would be really happy about it and if he would just Take get his house in order, then and maybe and maybe if Judy's dad would just you know take her into the bedroom and get this done, weird, everything would be fine. But the, but but I don't know what the movie wants me to feel. you what know what is it
1: trying to say? And then
0: it abandons all those emotional plot lines and just turns into like a tragedy thing at the end. I know. At the end, when he goes in, and he, I, a huge surprise, Jim, uh, Jimmy Dean was uh, encouraged to. Uh, improvise a lot of his dialogue on the set. So after he goes in and incredibly awkwardly tries to talk this kid down when wouldn't this be the time to turn on any warmth that you have at all to try to get this kid to give you the gun?
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, they go in there and it's like, what a perfect time. You could still kill a kid at the end, but what a perfect time to have him repeat that speech that his dad gave to him about how, you know, these choices will make sense later. You have to, yeah. like, pick pick no, something. You have right. to stand up and be a man. Yeah. Telling him that to get the kid out, and then he can get shot by the adult cop because adults really don't understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. But instead, it just turns into, like, this inevitable tragedy in in the bad 50s movie style.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. And I was...
0: This movie is in the Library of Congress. <laughs> but <laughs> not
1: the Aeronauts! Yeah, I well... <laughs>
0: This is a tragedy,
1: well, and then, like, I don't really like the the Judy's boyfriend literally oh, plus, just died plus... that night, yeah, and that's then a she weird. like falls, she's like, "Oh, I'm in love, is this what love feels like?" And he's like, mm, I don't know, hmm. yeah, and it's like, what, yeah, what
0: it's yeah, I know it... you're
1: dumb teens, but seriously,
0: yes, plus, just to go back just a little bit, uh uh, uh Plato uh, has a picture of Alan Ladd in his locker. Come on, man. What do you want? What do you want from me here?
1: Oh, that it's 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 a he has a he's idolizing a guy instead of like he doesn't have like a, a female heartthrob in there. Is that what you're saying? He's
0: got a dude in his, I, yes. in his locker. He's okay. got a. He's I see what you're saying. A, a movie star, you know, yeah. matinee idol in his locker. Yes, because hey, he's imagining that's his dad. Sure, sure. Keep telling yourself that. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Okay. I just want to be straight on this, so to speak.
1: <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay. Um. This wasn't wow. all for that joke. <laughs> just,
0: I just want to make sure that we understand. I don't think the show could go forward if we don't understand subtext.
1: Yeah, no, I understand what okay. you're saying. Right. I do.
0: Otherwise, we'd be real yo-yos.
1: Seriously. <laughs> what is a yo-yo? Can we got somebody 50 minutes left. tell me? We're, we're, like let's go toy? into turbo crap I, on this. I, I don't even know. <laughs> so I was trying to think about like why, besides the fact that like this is one of James Dean's only movies... Um, And he died prior to it coming out. So I think that's one reason why it was a big deal. Probably maybe the biggest reason. And then I was trying to think of like why – what are other reasons why people liked this? Like maybe it was really controversial at the time.
2: Do I answer? Like maybe
1: some of the angles or like the lighting.
0: (laughs) They they try some angles, don't they? (laughs) They do. They're really trying stuff. There's there's an inverted POV shot. Uh, mm-hmm. There's the, the there's the confrontation scene on the on the stairwell
1: with Dutch angles. Uh,
0: with one Dutch angle,
1: yeah, that they keep going that back even to. with
0: the Dutch angle is terribly staged. Like characters keep sitting yeah. on a bench in the foreground that we can't see, so it looks like they're and I'm like, are they supposed to be prostrate or is he supposed to be above them somehow? But no, because then he just sits on the stairs and his mom sits above him, and it's, it doesn't. I, if they're trying to communicate something with the staging, they're not. They're not succeeding. Mm-hmm. Look, American Beauty was big too, and we all look back at American Beauty now and go, you know, right? Yeah. But it, but it it was it was it was the themes mm-hmm. because it was attacking you know the idea of you know American suburbia, which we are very comfortable doing now. But even in it had been done before nineteen ninety nine, but it you know it was still sort of somewhat new. Yeah, it was dealing with
1: homophobia.
0: Homophobia, exactly, yeah. and also. um, um variant or variable sexuality Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it was just plus it had a lot of like you know the rose shot and it had some like um different kind of staging you know and things that they were doing as well yeah and so they were trying stuff
1: very messy divorce
0: sam mendes was you know trying to make a 50 million dollar art film and people responded to that but Mm -hmm. people look back now and they go i mean we've done we've done better since then yeah but yeah, I think that the legend of James Dean and audiences at the time were kind of probably surprised and somewhat shocked by the film, but also intrigued. Mm-hmm. And it led to a lot of great stuff, but I don't think this is all that great.
1: Well, and then like, so Plato has, uh, his parents are more or less absent, right? From yeah. the film. And uh, he has somebody who works for his parents. Yep. She, I don't think they even give her a name. She's basically like, I hate to say this but she's basically like a mammy character. Um and uh she's like the housekeeper or what have you. And she's like the only one besides Jimmy who or Judy who are is concerned about Plato and but like at the she's there somehow she gets there at the conservatory um before he dies. Yeah. And she, they're like, there's a kid in the yeah, gun in there, her, in and her robe. Yeah, I know. I ran all the way from the house. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know. <laughs> in she my taking, slippers. I don't know how she got there, but she did. And and they're like, oh my my boy, he ran away and he has a gun and and then like he gets shot and like like there's this huge whole dramatic thing like with Jimmy and like other people like fawning over for Plato after he passes. And they kind of have her in the background. Wouldn't she be more, like, emotional? Wouldn't she be more, like, right there by his side? But she cause she, she I,
0: was by his side until James Dean came in and he's like, let me just muscle into this emotional moment. I, I'm more sad than you are. Let me zip your little coat up there.
1: Well, You're always cold. But, like, you think that she would have been, like, holding his hand or something? She's like, <laughs> I well, don't know, I, don't I don't know. Maybe I'm, like, just grasping for things here.
0: I don't know. Um, what if we saw this from the gay kid's perspective? Do it, Hollywood! Remake "Rebel Without a Cause." Sure. It's, let's And Plato is the main character, right? And we see it from his perspective. And uh, J- Jim Jim is like his Tyler Durden. Do you know what I mean? Jim comes in yeah. from another town. He's a he's a he's a he's a bad kid. He's a bad dude. We've mm-hmm. heard about this, you know. Mm-hmm. But he turns out to be surprisingly warm. And <laughs> everybody in this movie is a monster. Like he just wants to like shuffle around. You know what I mean? But like yeah. suddenly, like a Chain gang is here to beat the crap Literally. out of him relentlessly. Yeah. yeah, but like so that all that's happening, but we're seeing it from you know get um, Guadagino or something like, to do this. You know, like we see it from from the gay kids' perspective. You know, mm-hmm. looking up to him, and we can even, you know maybe shoot him at the end, or we can maybe have a happier ending.
1: Yeah, and let's not have him shoot puppies at the beginning. Like uh,
0: we can have him like torturing an animal or something.
1: Yeah. I guess we could. I oh, like yeah. how we're just wow. horse
0: trading, horse torturing. I know,
1: right? Seriously.
0: What about Dennis Hopper? Did you enjoy one of Dennis Hopper's first films? Yeah, that it might was be weird. his first major film.
1: That was weird, man. Playing
0: or um, Clutch, Blutch.
1: I don't know. They all Crash, had weird smash. name, made up names.
0: Flip flop.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, fizz flop. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give it up. Do it up. I shop. gotta tell you. Yeah.
0: This isn't the life that, I mean, he's not, you know, he wasn't unattractive when he was older, but he wanted to go a different way, you know, and he certainly lived hard. Yeah. But, uh, good looking
1: dude. He was a good looking dude, I feel like you dude, could swap yeah. him
0: out with uh, James Dean and you Probably wouldn't be missing just too much. Fine. Yeah. 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 Those blue eyes.
1: Yeah. I'm. Um, I'm trying to think... I thought that the the scene the, so I guess like the why we started the police station is like we gotta know that these three kids that we're following the three main characters they're a little bit of trouble right they're in trouble and and then also it's kind of how they introduced to each other too right like because he she like um, Judy leaves her compact there. And then Jimmy finds it and like gives it to her later and like she's like fawning over it after she gives it back he gives it back to her, which is weird. Oh,
0: it'd be a shame if my boyfriend drove off a cliff. Yeah. And I could trade up. Yeah.
1: Seriously. Now I'm in love. Now I know what it is like to be in love. <laughs> I wasn't in love before, but now I'm in love. Don't a, you miss Buzz who with
0: an alive boy. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the intervention I guess the I don't know, the intervention of the police... Because normally, you know, you have a shootout with a 14-year-old, um, which, you know, just watching... Boy, they did everything they could to not kill that kid. <laughs> it's very different than modern policing. Uh, SWAT van rolls up to Griffith Observatory. Yeah. Um, you, normally, they would just show up at the end in a movie like this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, the, the first time the cops show up would be in the mm-hmm. last 10, 15 minutes when they see... Uh, Punk, Dunk, and Trunks car outside right, of the mansion right. and it's like, Oh, we've got a break in here. Mm-hmm. But instead they try to introduce the character who played by I can't remember his name now, but he was the the chief, right? On uh is it Dragnet or whatever?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Anyway, um yeah, so he's like this more positive figure in the kids' life. Mm-hmm. But this isn't going to be a Good well Hunting type thing. This is not going to turn out well. Oh,
1: you're talking about the cop that, like, Jimmy has the, yeah. Jim has a good relationship with. At the juvenile yeah. station. Which is, that was weird, too, right? Like, because cause his parents and his grandma, who we don't really see no, that much ever again. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, show up and they're all arguing and bickering with each other. And so then the cop takes him into the back room and he's like.
0: Turns the chair around. Let's talk.
1: Yeah, and then he like takes the gun out of his holster and like puts it in the drawer for some reason. Well, that we have was... this
0: awkward staging where, you yeah, know, Jim a throws a punch staging. at him, but, but but he you know you know knocks him down or whatever, and he's like, oh, if you connected, you'd be going to Jubilee Hall because that's what you want, isn't it? Love him with me. Listen up, fat. Why don't you, why don't you w- kick the worry. kick the desk instead?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then he just really goes. Just so it's like, okay, is this desk. guy
0: gonna have an influence in his life? No. When he goes I know. to the, when he go after after he helps murder somebody in a car, he goes to like talk to him, and he's just not there. He's right. not there. But then he is later when they call the station. At I know. Three a.m.
1: So where was he? I don't know. <laughs> and why wasn't he there?
0: I don't know. The the point is, cops can't raise your kids. You have to do it. Take that apron off.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Be a man, Howell
0: the third, and
1: like stand up for yourself and smack
0: Levy to the ground. Yeah, wow. Let's make this happen.
1: Ugh, I just. I I just am trying to understand, like you said, why do people like this movie? I, look, because it because it, it's a send up of James Dean. Cause it's it's a, a send up of James Dean. Well, no, because it's like,
0: wouldn't that be great if all the gang members are like, oh, yeah, I don't know, they're all like, instead of calling <laughs> just him like chicken, laughing. which that, now we know where uh, Back to the Future got it from, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're just making fun. They're like, hey, it's Slouch. Look, everybody. Oh, slouch. Oh, <laughs> you stop that right now. I'm not slouch. You're tearing me apart. Uh, I know. I, I, all the emotions, all the things in here, even like some of the events or analogs to them, are all in later, sometimes better movies. Yes. So I think that there is a skeleton here of a film that people responded to. And I think it worked fine for 1955. But yes. as I said at the beginning of the segment,
2: I think it's aged, aged well. incredibly
0: poorly. Yeah, the sexual politics are all whacked out. Very the, whacked out. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, we could, like I said, like we could make subtext into text if we made this today. That would be better too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. But I think that it's you know trying to do something. If you go watch, I don't know, Billy Jack or something like that, it's just gonna actually the first Billy Jack movie was The Losers, right? Or is, that, or is that that comic book movie? I can't remember. Anyway, it would just be a biker gang film. The bikers are all bad. You know, they tried it, but but the biker uh, honey, the biker girl, kind of likes that guy it, it, who doesn't wear any shoes and the Indian hat. We're going to do Billy Jack on the show someday. Okay. And, uh, and he's trying to teach her, like, a better way of life. You know, <sighs> you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's a psychological drama that doesn't know how to pull the trigger, or maybe just can't due to haze code or something like that it can't go all the way
1: yeah maybe there is like a little bit of the haze code here because at one point we see like well they're
0: gonna bone right like when little plato goes to sleep they're like let's go explore the mansion it's like okay they're gonna go they're gonna go do it right
1: well that's what it seemed like these kids
0: drank and did it more we wouldn't be in this mess i know well (laughs) there's there's the message to kids
1: yeah we see like the interior of judy's house at one point and we see her parents bedroom and her parents had like Two like twin or full size beds, but they were like less than a foot away from each other. Like they it's weren't standard. even that far away from each other. Yeah,
0: it's standard.
1: All right, but like, how long was she in the house when like the phone rang, and like it was Jim and her dad like answered the phone? Like they were all still awake. So I wonder, like, how? Why well, don't I don't know. The timeline is it's hard to track. It is. It, it, it was all most of the events of the it film because is. Is when in Jim the comes one home. Night.
0: And Thurston is asleep in front of the TV. It's a it's a test pattern. I don't know how late TV went in the 50s, but, you know, probably. They play the national anthem and everything, and then the thing shuts down, right? Yeah. So if that's, like, already, let's say, midnight, yeah, a lot of stuff happens after midnight.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: that's when they let well, it all hang out.
1: Yeah, and then they were, like, so I guess after Jim came comes home and he tells, he says, he talks to his parents about, like, He's like, "Oh, you know where the bluff is." And his dad's like, "Oh, yeah, there was an accident there." So, it was already on the so news. So, that was already
0: on the news, too. So, yeah. they must
1: not have come news at 11. straight home right. after it, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. know. I it's, don't it's, know. it's 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 whatever. That is my recommend? smallest of gripes. for this small... Would you
0: recommend it? <sighs> I mean, people have already seen this. Right? Um,
1: I I don't know that <laughs> I would recommend it, honestly. I mean, if you want to get like I guess a good is it a must-see film? I don't know. Before I'd seen it, I probably would have said yes. Don't but, be a yo-yo. But
0: Check out Rebel Without skip a Cause. It. I would Whoa, skip it. big skip it. Yep. Direct your letters to her. <laughs> at, at Just Enough Trope on Twitter. That's it. We got to go. We're out of time. Good night. time me more.